People always ask me, where do you record your podcast at? At the crib, in my bed, on my phone, on Anchor. Anchor is free. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute it to all major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I make money off my podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Black Girl Experience sent you. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Black Girl Experience. It's your girl, Jasmine Danielle. Today is another edition of Freaky Friday. And today is not on a super freaky tip. It's more on an educational tip. I'm talking about a very, 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 very serious topic that I've always kind of just been intrigued by. Today, I'm discussing sex addiction. And I think one of the things that really um, just always had me intrigued by it was the movie Addicted, which was actually a book originally. I want to say it was a Zane book. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a novel by Zane, and it was about a successful businesswoman who had, you know, it seemed to be a perfect life on the outside. She had a husband, she had two kids, she had a very successful career. However, you know, she was secretly a nymphomaniac and she was having all these relationships and these little rendezvous with people on the side or whatever. And it ultimately like jeopardized her marriage and her life and all of that. Uh, I think she almost died at the end of the movie. At the end, she had got all her guys together in one place, which was actually very stupid as fuck to tell them, like, you know, I got to cut y'all off. I can't do this no more. I'm married. And they damn near wanted to kill the bitch. And I think her husband had to fuck some niggas up or something. So that was very interesting to me. Um, There have been a lot of celebrities that have come out and said that they had sex addictions. Uh, One of the main ones is Eric Benet. I think he tried to come out and say that he didn't have one, but it was revealed at some point in time like that he had a sex addiction and that was a thing uh, or a problem between him and Halle Berry when they was married. Russell Brand came out and said he had a sex addiction. Michael Douglas, Lindsay Lohan, the the white guy from um, the X-Files, Kanye West said he had, um, you know, an addiction to porn. Um... Well, Kirk Franklin had a porn addiction too. Tiger Woods, Colin Farrell. So there are a lot of people out here that have had Tommy Lee sex addictions. Sex addictions. Um, It's a real thing. And I think to be in a relationship or a situation with somebody that has a sex addiction is no different than being with somebody that has a drug addiction or alcohol problem or a gambling problem. An addiction is an addiction. Uh, Something very true that I read in this article said that it doesn't matter if you're married to Miss America. If you if you're an addict, you will never be satisfied. And that that just goes for anything. Like if you're an addict, you're an addict. Um so I'm pretty sure that's a very difficult issue to deal with if you're in a relationship with a person like that. Um and with sex sexual addictions, it's not about the sex. It's not about the sex at all. Um, 
I got a few notes written down here on some stuff. Let's see. People that have sexual addictions treat people as objects to be used, not as people to be related to. Um, like I said, it's not about the sex. It's, it's about the power and how do I feel better. Um, it's definitely a process of just destructive behavior. And another term for sexual addiction is problematic hypersexuality. Um, and this disorder is just like the thoughts of sex or just sex itself to preoccupy a person. And the behavior just basically spirals out of control and becomes destructive. Um, and they're using sex as an emotional need. For some people, it can start as children. So, you know, you got kids that have been sexually abused and they display like an increased sexual behavior and that's associated with the family dysfunction or some type of social stress that they've been through. And, um, you know, they they engage in this inappropriate sexual behavior as a result from a traumatic experience. Um I think that culture and society also plays a very big role in this as well. We've learned since the beginning of time that sex sells like the world is pushing this just like a sexual agenda on people. Everything is so over hypersexual, everything is so sexualized. If you get on Instagram today, you see nothing but naked women. You damn near ain't got to go to the strip club. Because like Gilly the King said, bitches is on Instagram more naked than they are in their own bed. And that's facts. So um, this is something that you have to get help with. You might have to see a counselor, go to a therapist. Like this is like a real disorder. And when you receive counseling for it, it's going to help you to try to rebuild relationships, to manage your stress and to identify things or triggers that cause you to um, engage in this. A couple weeks ago for a Freaky Friday episode, I had an episode about swingers and the girl who had wrote the article said that she was a recovered sex addict. So in a way... I guess she found a way to transfer that that energy from, you know, being a sex addict and whatever she was engaged or indulging in, she found a way to transfer that energy. And, I mean, even though being a swinger is, might be frowned upon to certain types of people or whatever, that, you know, that's just a different way that she transferred the energy that she had but is still able to have sex and do whatever she want to do. Um so for some people, it could just be like, oh, I'm jacking my dick off all the time. I'm rubbing one out all the time, masturbation. Or it could be an extensive use of like pornography on the phone or the computer. For other people, it could be illegal activities, exhibitionism, voyeurism, child molestation, rape, uh, hiring prostitutes, hookers, escorts. Like it could be a, a number of things. Not all sex addicts are sex offenders. And not all sex offenders have sex addictions. So it's a lot that goes into this stuff. Um, 
And just like with any other addiction, like I said, like whether it be drugs or alcohol or gambling, sex addiction continue a person with a sex addiction is going to continue to engage in these certain behaviors despite spiraling out of control facing potential health risk or financial problems buying hookers strippers escorts whatever um damaging relationships if you married to a person that has a sex addiction y'all are probably gonna have a lot of problems a person could end up in jail because it is so it's a lot of destructive behavior and you know an addiction is is just like any other addiction it can spiral out of control what else do i have on this um sex affects the brain just like drugs um and alcohol and this is more of a behavioral problem is, you know, since it's not with a substance. So it's kind of more similar to gambling. It's a behavioral addiction. And um, I read something that said that it's not about the actual act of sex, but it's just about the kind of sex that the person is having, who they're having it with, and how often they are having sex. Just like with with a person with an alcohol addiction, it's not based on the type of alcohol that they drink. It's based on the behaviors that they are repeatedly displaying, or the or the problems that is creating in their day to day life. And um, <clears throat> another thing that I read is that it tends to be people that grew up in a religious, you know, family or had a religious upbringing, and they just feel like they should be shamed about sex, and that's. That's why it turns into this, like, secretive, I don't know, you know, whatever situation. But I think that's why it's super important to have conversations about sex. And I've said this before. I I talk about how sex is a really taboo topic for people all across the board. People act like men are the only ones that are supposed to talk about sex. Like, it's not ladylike for women to have opinions or act like we don't talk about it when we do. I talked about how it's important to have those conversations with your kids at a young age because, you know, you you do. You try to shame people for, you know, wanting to know about sex or to have conversations about it, and you shouldn't because, and then you end up with situations like this. And you got to just figure out how to integrate sex into your life in a healthy way. I don't understand why you don't want to educate people about sex or whatever, especially kids when they could just grow up to listen to whoever, listen to their friends, you know, form their own ideas and opinions about it and not really be educated about it. And then it turns out to be a problem later in life. That's why I think it's important for me to be a voice on this platform and to help educate people about stuff and, you know, help people, um, just by sharing my experiences with them because that can help somebody else. So, yeah, that's that's all I got for y'all on um on sex addictions. I don't I don't know anybody personally that has a sex addiction. I I don't. Um I probably got a sex addiction on some on some low key. Say like, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> but no, I do like sex though. I do like sex. Um, yeah, I do like it. It's cool. I think. Um, but I don't know. I think once, like right now in my in my situation, like 
obviously I, I haven't been in a relationship for five years or whatever. And so, you know, I've had casual sex throughout these years or whatever. But for me to actually get into a relationship and stuff, I think that I would probably be going pretty crazy. Pretty crazy in the beginning, you know what I'm saying? Just because it don't be like consistent sex that I have. So, you know, it just be kind of here and there. Here and there, here and there, whatever. So to actually get in a relationship and be with somebody, I'll probably be having sex every day for a minute, you know, I'm a, until I just get burnt out. Like, okay, we didn't did it enough. Now we can get to a place where we just, you know, I don't know, three times a week. But when I get in that relationship, it's going to be seven days a week for sure. For sure. For sure. I don't know about how many times a day, but it's definitely going to have to be seven days a week just to, you know, just get back in that mode, get back in that groove of things. Until you just get tired. And then that's another thing. Like, um, you know, I have my spurts when I like sucking dick a lot. Like, I do like to suck dick. But in a situation where if I get in a relationship, it's going to be, you know, you get your dick sucked every day. Five times a day. It's it's going to be all good because, you know, I haven't. I haven't done it in a long time and I just be excited and I, you know what I'm saying? You just, you want to do it all the time. And then you just get to a place where you're like, okay, we kind of comfortable now. Um, you know, you just, you be burnt out. So it don't be the same, but you definitely have to keep the spice. You definitely have to, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta provide that pleasure in the relationship because if not, that nigga's gonna find it elsewhere. If not, she's gonna find it elsewhere. You definitely have to learn each other, um, learn what y'all like, what y'all don't like, keep the spice. Y'all gotta try new things, um, you know, and just that that's how relationships last, man. You can't you can't get too comfortable. You can't. I think I had an episode before. I don't know if it was a Freaky Friday episode, and I was asking how many times a week should people have sex. And people don't. Once you get in a relationship and you get comfortable, that shit does slow down. But um, I think you should make it a point to, you know, not lose that spark and just have sex as much as y'all can. Because <sighs> sex is very important. It is. Like... I know that I've said before that I'm not trying to teach niggas no more. And I think to a certain extent, if you get with a new partner, you definitely do have to teach them what you like. And y'all got to, you know, really just fill each other out and, you know, learn each other's bodies and stuff. But I'm not just dead ass teaching no niggas no more. I'm not just, no. Each one teach one. No child left behind, nigga. You're going to get left behind. And if somebody cannot... I think, um, I do think that if you get in a relationship with, with somebody or whatever and the sex is just straight up trash or whatever, like, I can't be with you. I can't. Because that is a very important part of a relationship. It's very important to me. It's very important. Just like a nigga wouldn't be with me if my pussy was bold. I don't want to be with you if you got some terrible ass dick. Trash dick must die. Hashtag trash dick must die. So it's the same. And that is that's pretty much all I have for y'all today. I feel like I was super serious today. I apologize. Super serious with this topic. Um man, so update on my life. Woo! 
I don't even know if I want to lay it on y'all. I don't even know if I want to lay it on y'all. But I kind of do want to tell y'all just because so many people, because I literally texted this to somebody too, and they're the ones who said this to me. So I've been doing a lot of research. I've been doing a lot of um, just educate myself on a lot of different things, like literally watching videos, reading books, taking notes, all of that type of stuff. And last night... I figured out my my purpose in life. And I feel so overwhelmed right now. I feel so overwhelmed. I figured out my life's purpose. And I had told somebody close to me this morning. And they was just saying, what did they say? They said, um, that's crazy because a lot of people die. People leave this earth and never knew their life purpose or never fulfilled. Uh, I guess it's a difference between not fulfilling it and not knowing. If you don't know your life's purpose and you die, that's like, damn. Fuck was you here for? You know what I'm saying? So I have actually figured out my my life's purpose. I got to figure out how to process all this information. And obviously, it's not going to happen overnight for me to share it with the world. So... It's definitely, oof, it's about to be a long road, but I figured it out. It feels amazing, but it also feels overwhelming. Um, and I'm just going to continue to produce this this creative content for y'all. Um, I want y'all to follow me on the gram at Jazz Danielle with three E's at the end. Follow the Black Girl Experience page at Black Girl EXP. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Rate it five stars, please. Nothing less. <laughs> Leave a review and tell me why you love it. Um, I'm really excited with Anchor. They started sponsorships. And I ain't it crazy? Literally speaking all of this shit into existence. What have I been saying on the last few episodes? If y'all want to work with me, if y'all want to do business with me, if you're interested in being a sponsor, here comes Anchor with sponsors. So, but even still, if y'all do want to work with me, if y'all do want to do business with me, if you want me to promote your business or your product or your service or whatever, contact me via Instagram or if you got my phone number, whatever, get in contact with me so we could work together. And yeah, I'm sorry this was so serious today, but y'all know how it is. You got to switch it up. You got to have that balance in life. Um, That's all I got for y'all today. I'm out.